back, back, check. One, okay. two. All right, let's start the scrub. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. We are scrubbing in. <laughs> and when I say we, I mean me, myself, and Easton. That's right. That's right. It's a uh, bare bones scrub today. <laughs> But we're scrubbing it nonetheless. This isn't one of our more intricate surgeries. We didn't need too many hands on deck. That's right. Regular run of the mill, you know, quick uh, outpatient type of thing. Yeah, it was an outpatient procedure. Exactly. <laughs> but hopefully you don't miss Mark and Tanya too much because no. we're here. Yeah. We're, you have to remember, I don't know if you remember from a few, or two podcasts ago when Easton sang Hillary Duff songs, it made me realize he is Tanya in male form. <laughs> and then you've also played Mark's role. So I, I feel confident about today. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time. I practiced reading emails all last <laughs> night. My diction is excellent. My pacing is perfect. I think I'm ready for this responsibility. I practiced last night, too. I went out, had a few drinks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I practiced for today's <laughs> podcast as well. But I do want to say... I'm sorry I was not present on Monday's podcast. In, I was there in spirit and on the phone, but I wasn't physically present. I got some DMs about it. Oh, oh did you? They were upset. <laughs> yeah, well... It's okay. You know, we do what we had to do. <laughs> but now they maybe can DM Tanya and Mark and show... Exactly. Share their disappointment. You at least, you called in. Thank they're, you. They're nowhere to be found right now. <laughs> yeah, guess what, guys? No call from Tanya, no call from Mark. Yeah. But we do have a really fun show today. We have the um, some of the guys from Sandlot, the Sandlot, on the show, which is super exciting. It's such an iconic movie. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so cool. I know. It's, I know. I'm like, Easton, I love <laughs> everyone we have on this podcast. You like fangirl over. Yeah, I know. That's that's why I took this job, actually, <laughs> so I could meet my heroes. It's been 25 years of the Sandlot. That's insane. I didn't realize it had been that long because I can't remember at what age I actually watched it, but I was only four when it came out. So I can't imagine I saw it when I was four, you know? <laughs> But that's what I'm thinking. Even years after it came out, when I saw it as a child, it was it was already iconic. Like it had already made that mark on on the film industry. I exactly. Felt like. It's one of those movies. I think few people can remember the first time they saw it. It's just you've always been a fan of the yeah. same lot. You know? Yeah, it's so true. I'm excited. I feel like you have some good questions for them, too. Yeah, You know, it's one of those movies where as I grew up, I related to all these different like. I related to squints quite a bit when I yeah. was a kid because I had glasses and I was very nerdy and I um I tricked a lot of girls into kissing me. <laughs> did you uh, did you fake drown yourself? I didn't go that far, but uh, I definitely used some other tricks uh, that were just as despicable. But um, uh, and then you know then as I got older, of course, I became a baseball superstar and I related more to Benny, which is where I am Obviously. now. Obviously, obviously, the baseball superstar. Yeah. No, but it's gonna be great. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Tom Geary. I hope I'm saying his last name correctly, mm -hmm. uh, who played Smalls, Victor De, I, I got to check with these guys' last names, um, Victor DeMattia, mm -hmm. who played Timmy Timmons, and Patrick Renna, who played Hamilton, or better known as Ham. Yeah. They're all going to be on the show today. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know. I'm excited. And I'm excited to have um, multiple male guests, because you know I love when we answer some emails or talk about life in general and have a male perspective, because a lot of the times you're... You and Mark are kind of overwhelmed by the female perspective and opinion, so it'll be fun to... I'm going to be the only girl 
in the room. I know. I hope you're going to be able to handle this raw masculinity <laughs> yeah. you're surrounded with. I'll be okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I was in Charlotte, North Carolina this week, and I was visiting one of my friends, and she's currently touring the country. She, Ooh. Her name's um, Haley Kiyoko, and she is um, on like a North America, North America? Yeah, North America tour. And so I went to Charlotte and we hung out and then she was like, why don't you stay and go on the tour bus and do like a a day in the life type thing? That is so cool. Yeah, you know, I imagine the tour bus life being so glamorous and, you know, like... <laughs> she has, but? She, but so she has a like a there's a room in the back that's hers you know i think there's 13 people who sleep on the bus every night which when you really everyone has a spot like a bunk but everyone trying to move around in the bus it's it's very close quarters um when you go to the restroom no one's allowed to go number two on the bus <laughs> which is a safe rule i think yeah, it's I- smart I get it. But even when you go just number one, I don't know if it's TMI, but you have, you can't flush anything. So it's oh. like, yeah. So I was, I had a lot of anxiety about that. That would give me a lot of anxiety. Okay. Too. Thanks. So yeah. I just was like, I, I think I'm just going to hold everything till I get to a building. Wow. <laughs> so I probably have done internal damage to myself. But, <laughs> but so when Haley first left and went on tour, I was like, how's it going? Like, how's the bus? And she was like, I, I haven't slept. It's it's so bumpy in the room oh, yeah. where I sleep in the back. And so I moved myself up to a, like the, one of the bunks in the front. So I knew that she didn't sleep back there. So when I was, I was going to stay and ride the bus, I'm like, perfect. I'll have the whole bed in the back to myself. It's bigger than the regular bunks. I laid there just with my eyes open, staring at the ceiling, shaking back and forth, feeling like I was in an earthquake. It's it, not, yeah. I, uh, I, you know, I kind of think it would, rock you to sleep like you're in the womb or something that's you know? what but, i thought too but not the case no i love turbulence on airplanes oh me too <laughs> if wow. i could go on an only turbulent flight me i would too. wait are you being serious i swear to god no, i swear too. to god the only time i like really feel like i can relax and maybe fall asleep is when there's turbulence wow you're the only other person i've ever talked to i love turbulence and i always say if i could just take off and land over and over <laughs> i would i love that are we okay I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that's a feels, natural thing for someone. To this like. feels kind of dark. Um, but I do like that you agree with me. But so that's what I thought, too. I'm like, that's when she was talking about how bad it was. I'm like, that seems dramatic. I like movement. It's not like that. How big was the bed? Was it like a, a twin, a full? It's like a little bit smaller than a twin. Or maybe oh. it was the size of a twin. But it had like a Tempur-Pedic like cover on it. So All right. if, if the bus was still, ideal. But then... <laughs> I she was like you can if you want to you can sleep in my bunk with me and I go and I look at the bunk and it is literally half of a twin bed I'm Ugh. like there's no chance two people are sleeping in here <laughs> very cozy not yeah and I I like to be I like to have space when I sleep so um yeah it was it was fun a great experience but I don't see myself touring the country anytime soon for many reasons but that's one of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, Tanya has been on tour buses before, uh-huh. and she would always talk about like, "Oh my God, it's the greatest thing! It's so, cute. It's so cute!" And I'm like, "Okay, what's it really like, though?" You know, Tanya, <laughs> the fact that she said that was cute makes me question everything because mm-hmm. it's it's not it's it's I get the experience of like, oh, it's fun. Like, and I'm I'm assuming once you sleep on it so many times, you get used to it. Exactly. But cute isn't the word I would go for. 
That is one thing I do remember hearing from her. It was the bathroom. She she's told me the same thing. Like, yeah. oh, you always want to hold it until yeah. you get to like a building, a, a building, With yeah, a structure, right, a structure. But um, speaking of Tanya, she's been on three dates now. That's right. Doctor W. Um, it's getting very serious. Very serious. She says he doesn't listen to the morning show, which she talks about it a, quite yeah. a bit on there. She does. Um, and I think goes into some detail on there. So yeah. he is listening. Yeah, she's very lucky he doesn't listen. Yeah. But it brings it brings up such an interesting thing in my head because it is her job in a sense. And I there's a lot of times where I feel like I'm required to share so much of my life. Mm-hmm. But then I have to take a step back and think like, what am I protect? Like I have to protect, I have to protect some things because yeah, some things need to be sacred, you know. Right, but I I do think that there's some. I mean, the fact that so many people are so invested in her dating life, <laughs> three dates with this guy, and people are like planning her wedding, pretty much. It, it's really fun to watch. It is fun to watch. I'm really um I'm really impressed with how she's handling it because. I remember, like, if when I started dating someone very early on, it felt like the world was on my shoulder. Like, there was a lot of pressure, you know, and like I couldn't, and I was the only one that knew about it. Yeah. And I could imagine if there was like thousands of other people like weighing in and like I know, you know, invested in this and give, giving you their opinions and everything. I think I, I know that's the thing. You have to be open to realizing if you're talking about it that everyone's going to have an opinion exactly. well, with everything. Yeah, I've realized I if I'm going to post something that even something that I want it think would like require an opinion a difference of opinion you still have to be prepared for it mm-hmm. like the other day i posted a song a 1975 song you may have seen it on my instagram oh yeah and then the playlist i just happened to click on a playlist on spotify and it's called down in I, the Dumps or something i saw whenever someone posts a screenshot from spotify i look at what playlist they're playing from because people don't realize it shows that yeah i didn't even I, know and i love seeing like um uh uh you know um Songs to poop to and things like that. And it's it's very funny. Um, I saw Down in the Dumps. Yeah, I was not Down in the Dumps. In fact, I was, I'm in a very good place mentally and emotionally. But I do love sad music. Like sometimes, even if I've had the best day, I like to light a candle and put some sad songs on and just bask in it. Yeah, sometimes it's nice to just like take that head on, you know what I mean? I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, Do you have any plans for Father's Day? You know, I uh, I saw my dad a couple weeks ago. I, my my parents live in Northern California. Okay. So I don't live nearby. So we kind of did a father's. His birthday is uh, in May, so we did like a birthday oh, gotcha. Father's Day thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I so I don't know when I'm going to see him next. But I will be giving him a call and sending him a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but what about you though? Because you you don't live near your parents either. I know it's really hard. I was going to go back to um, Florida where my parents live after I was in North Carolina and Virginia, but I haven't seen them in a while. And so I was going to have to be back for my sister's birthday. So it was going to be a very quick trip. And I was like, it's almost a tease to go for just a couple days and then have to turn around. So, um, and then I leave for Costa Rica on Sunday. So I'm kind of a busy time. The summers are a little crazy, but um, I'm going to try and go back in July and stay for a little bit longer so when you go back home do you how long do you usually stay i mean i guess I, it all depends right it depends i try to stay at least like five days if i can yeah and that's is that louisiana 
Yeah, uh, Florida. Florida. Oh, that's but right. My, I mean, you know, everyone's kind of spread out. So sometimes I go to Louisiana because that's where my sister and my nephews live. And then my parents are in Florida. So we try, they're close enough where like either my parents can drive to my sister or my sister can drive to my parents. So, so I just need to get to the south is basically what happens. <laughs> so so once you even like go home, then there's still more traveling to be done. So a lot of a lot of walking around probably. Yeah, tons of walking. Yeah. yeah. What, what kind of shoes do you usually wear for that? Um, comfortable shoes. Oh, that's it's a must. Yeah, it's a must. Um, which actually brings us to our first sponsor of the podcast, Rothy's. Um, they are the flats that we have talked about before on the show. They're f- made from recycled plastic water bottles, which seems so crazy. Yeah. But they're stylish, they're sustainable, they're comfortable enough for everyday wear, whether you're walking in an airport, walking around carrying your nephews, basically what I do when I do go home. Um, They're everyday flats for life on the go. They're super stylish, they're comfortable, they come in three styles. They have the flat, the point, and the loafer. The loafers are so cute. Um, The color and pattern selection is amazing. They're always updating their lineup. Um, They launch new colors all the time, every few weeks, and they sell out constantly. So if you go on the website and you like one of the shoes, I say order them now. Yeah, get them while you can. The, the thing that um, I think is really cool about these is when you say these shoes are made of recycled water bottles, I always just picture a bottle of water cut in half <laughs> with a, like a shoestring through Houston, it. Houston, we're the same mind. <laughs> <laughs> but no, these things are, these are like, these are very nice shoes. I mean, I'm, they probably don't yeah, make them in my website. size, but um, <laughs> they're like, these are real, just, you would never know they were made of recycled water bottles. And no. they get so cool. And they're super soft. And you think of water bottles, you don't think of soft. <laughs> exactly. But however they do it, they're, they're literally the softest shoe you'll put on your feet. So you can feel good about wearing them because they're made from something good. Exactly. You know, you recycle, reuse, and close the loop. And guess what? What? They're machine washable. No. So, yeah. So if you're stomping around in the bayou and you get mud all over them, you can toss those suckers in the... I literally can throw them in the washer. That's insane. I love that. Yeah. Because you can't do that with every pair of shoes. And things become delaminated. I used to be in the shoe industry. I know all about this. Uh, but these suckers, you are durable, machine washable, and they look good. And they look good. Um, I love my Rothy's. I know you guys will love them too. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for our listeners. Use code Becca to get free shipping on... Free ship, no, sorry. Use code Becca to get free shipping. There's no minimum. So free shipping, free returns, and exchanges on your Rothy's shoe. And trust me, you're probably not going to return them. Feel good about that. Go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com. And enter Becca to get your cute shoes and free shipping. It's a no-brainer. The shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable. And there's free shipping. Get your get you a pair. <laughs> you're going to do Becca with me, right? I've been waiting for this. I'm really okay. excited. You never let me do it in the past. <laughs> this is my moment. Okay, get your pair, get yourself a pair of shoes today from Rothy's.com. Get this deal while it lasts. Go to Rothy's.com and use promo code Becca. Becca. Wow. That was felt really good. Now we've really been... we've really been holding out not using you for that. <laughs> well, our three-part harmony. I, uh, I've always wanted to chime in. When I'm at home listening, I always do it along with you guys. But when I'm in here, I try to try to hold myself back. What I'm really excited about is we could have a nice full choral sound oh going gosh. on the next one. You're so right. Because we're going to have the guys from the sandlot coming in 
right now. The best thing is that my, our next uh, sponsor is a tampon commercial, <laughs> so I can't wait to have all the guys chime in for with me on that one. That's going to be a home run. <laughs> wow, way to bring in Sandlot. Wow, Houston. <laughs> Strap in, Becca. It's going to get a lot more fun. <laughs> all right, so we are beyond excited. Easton and myself are super excited. Beyond excited. <laughs> To have some of the the main players from the Sandlot in the studio with us today. That's Thank right. you so much for being here. Hey, hey, thanks Thank for you. having us. I mean, this I feel like I'm just in the presence of greatness. It's, <laughs> is that how you feel everywhere you go? Y'all are like icons. Oh uh, well, I, I don't think we. We thought, try and stay a little humble, right? Try to. You don't want to, uh, you know, be crazy about it. But uh, I think when we did the film, we didn't we, we didn't know that it was going to be as popular and, and as big as. No. Came, you know? yeah. I think we were just happy to be hanging out playing baseball. For <laughs> yeah. Was, how, yeah. yeah. How old were y'all when y'all filmed that movie? 11? Yeah. 25. Yeah. <laughs> you were 33 I was, years old. I was 33. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys you were 11. Uh-huh. So I got you by a few years. Oh, yeah. I was 13. Oh, wow. That's so fun. I mean, when I have nephews, and so I, I don't even know if they've seen The Sandlot yet, but the oldest is eight. So I'm going to like quickly introduce them to it because they're on their iPads and on their phones all the time, and I feel like the movie is such a, it's a reminder. Like, every time I was, I watched it recently, every time it's on TV, I feel like I stop and watch it, no matter, like, what part it's on. But I think about, like, those days in the summertime of being outside and playing with your friends, and I feel like they don't do that anymore. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? Kids. iPads, iPhones haven't taken over the world? My, my kids uh, all the time. Can I get your phone? He yeah. plays Granny. This, this game, Granny, <laughs> where, where a grandma runs around the house and, and tries to kill you. Uh, yeah. That's all he wants oh. to do is play, is play on the phone. It is pretty trippy. My 14-month-old already holds down this button and talks to Siri. <laughs> oh, wow. Just yells at Siri. So you just think, what are what is this generation going to be like? Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's scary. Before we get too deep into it, let's uh, let's introduce who we're talking to. Oh, yeah. right. Sorry, like, I really jumped <laughs> into the yeah. I was like, from the sandlot, is the dog there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the beast. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Patrick Renna who played Ham. That's me. We got Victor Demadia mm-hmm. who played Timmy Timmons, and Tom Guyrie, who played Smalls. Hello. Here in the studio with us, and so excited. These are the main guys. You can tell Squints that we don't yeah, need them. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. come on. Everyone needs Squints. Yeah. He's the best. <laughs> Easton said that he really related to Squints as a... Um, as a young boy. As cha- a young boy. I wore glasses, and, oh. you know... And you smooched the lifeguard? Made out with the lifeguard, Come on. Yeah. I, I kissed a lot of girls who didn't want me to kiss them. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but it's so exciting to have you guys in here today. When, something that I really wanted to ask, uh, uh, Patrick and Tom... Which one of you gets people coming up saying you're killing me, Smalls? More, I bet you, Pat. It's got to be Pat. It's got to be. You Pat. know, I don't know. You know, it could be Tom too. It's uh, <laughs> both of us. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would get it. I get it a lot, actually. Yeah, my, my kids say it to me. There you go. <laughs> well, because you are. They really? <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. That's awesome. One, one time I was putting, I was like, "You got to go to bed," and he was like, "Oh, you killing me, Smalls?" I'm like, "What did you say to me?" Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's right. It's like worse than a cuss word. Yeah. Yeah. What did you just say to your father? Wait, how old are your kids? Um, eighteen, seven, and and five. And my, they've my, all seen the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. All boys. Yeah. Um, my my daughter is five. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah. Has she seen the movie? Uh, she does, but she, she's she not. She doesn't understand. Yeah, she's yet. like, yeah, it's a daddy movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
She wants it's, to watch Trolls or whatever. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. Trolls. Like, how do you compete with Trolls? Yeah, yeah, you can't beat Trolls. Trolls is awesome. It's so good. I am such a uh, cartoon guy now that I have a, a young one. Incredibles, Trolls, Sing, Moana. I know. It's going to be awesome. It's all I'm about now. I, I love it. that y'all are just Forget live action. dads talking about <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. It's just funny because you, I think about, we were talking about, it was 25 years ago that the movie came out. And is that right? 25 yeah, 25 years, yeah. years ago. 25. And I, when that happened. That's what, oh my gosh. I hadn't, what? Yeah. I mean, you look great, <laughs> Pat, for, for thank 67. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when it came out, I was four. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't see it till I, I didn't see it till I was, you know, like I, I was just, we were talking about, I didn't see it when I was four because I remember, remember seeing it for the first time and I clearly was not four years old. But even at that point, it was already such an iconic movie that everyone knew and w- loved. Yeah. And so the fact that 25 years later, we're, it's still talked about as much as it right? is. It's, it's I know, insane. it's crazy. It's, it, I yeah. think it's actually gotten more popular as the years go Something on. Something about it, yeah. Every 4th of July, it gets more and more right. popular. It, you know what? People I love that scene. When the fireworks, yeah, where where the song is playing, where you know it's it just it's a, it's my favorite scene. Is it really? Film, yeah. How long did it take y'all to y'all were so young? Like, did you do you remember being like, God, these days are lasting forever? Did it just feel like you were out playing around? Utah was really hot. It was really hot. It was a hot summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we spent some time in pools though. Right. And, you yeah. Know. I heard that that pool day, it was really cold. It was. Freezing. It was you can the see only cold day of the <laughs> entire Especially Shauncey. Just watch him in the movie. His teeth are chattering. <laughs> yeah. That, time. Right. that yeah, was like, real, too. Because yeah. it, oh, yeah. yeah, it was freezing. The war was like, it was, it was freezing. And we were yeah. so excited to film that scene because it had been so hot all summer. <laughs> and then we show up that day. It was the coldest day of the entire shoot. <laughs> yeah, but you got to realize they we were we were young and there's um there's rules on how long you can shoot. So I think we only shot eight hours a day and... You know, because it was summer, it didn't get dark, so we got to just hang and party with each other half the day. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we had another eight hours just hanging as dudes, you know, and then you have the full weekend so off. And That's awesome. Yeah, so it wasn't like a job, for sure. No, Sometimes it was, awesome. it, it was a little bit. but it felt like, uh, like summer camp. It was like, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Like baseball summer camp. Yeah, it really was. Were you guys from Los Angeles originally, or were, were you all from? I'm uh, not. None of us are. Yeah. No, I mean I I grew up in the valley, so yeah. I mean I was born in Salt Lake City, but I don't have oh, any memory of that. I had so no that was, idea. From the time <laughs> I was really that. little, I I grew up in the in the San Fernando Valley right here. Oh, right. On. I, yeah. I I thought it must have been weird to shoot a movie that was taking place in the San Fernando Valley and then like get on the on the plane. We're going to yeah. Utah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Right. Well, they did it because it's yeah. the only place that still looks like L.A. In San Fernando 60s, Valley yeah. in the '60s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. But I'm from Boston. Tom's from Jersey. Jersey. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Do you all live here now? No. No, I still live in uh, New Jersey. Oh, nice. I, I was going to say your accent. I, if you still live here, I mean, still holding on to that. Yeah. Everybody talks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have a pretty strong Jersey accent. What accent? I love, I love <laughs> what are you talking about? What, what accent? I got rid of mine. Yeah. You are so Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. I feel like LA, you don't, no one has an accent. If when I say I'm from the South and when I say, I still say y'all, even though I've lived here for 10 years and it's immediately like, even if I'm talking and I don't say y'all, no one says anything. And then as soon as y'all comes out, where are you from? from? Yeah. I'm like, but people, it's faster. What part of the South? Where are you from? Louisiana. Oh, okay. My my wife's from Arkansas. So hers comes out every once in a while. She, she say y'all. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My wife's family's from Louisiana. They're Where? all from Slidell. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm from North Louisiana in Shreveport, okay. so. I was um, just out there. Really? Yeah, we just, we go back once in a while because my son met his great, his great mama. That's how oh. you say it, right? Mama? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I say mama. Mama? Okay, yes. yeah. Well, I guess they're a little, I don't know. I, <laughs> That's the down Papa and mama. mama. That, yeah. I don't know if I say it right, but <laughs> mine was just Nana and Grampy. But Did you eat some good food? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I mean, too much. It's yeah. It's a disaster when I go there. I got to um, get home quick for the salad. <laughs> <laughs> the salad life yeah. in LA. Yeah. Did y'all meet your, like, when? how old were y'all when you met your wives? And I was 22. When I, oh, 21 when I met my wife. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm single, so it's we talk a lot. Tanya, my girl Tanya, it's been a um, huge topic on the show. We talk about dating a lot because we're both single and we approach it very differently. So it's kind of the fun dynamic of when we talk to guests and especially people who have like are in successful relationships or married. We're like very curious how people do it because we just feel like we're wandering around and. Well, now it's got to be so interesting though, because do you do like the online stuff? Or do you use like? Well, so Tanya started. She saw this guy on Instagram. It's kind of been like a saga on the podcast of yeah. us like keeping up, and people are so invested in this relationship. But <laughs> we call him Doctor W. Because he was, we uh, I don't even know where to begin. So we he, she started found the beginning. Him, we're here. Right? On, right? I'm Tell just going to brief y'all so that you can I kind like of that. be I'm up excited. <laughs> so they met through Instagram. She found his photo or his Instagram yeah. through someone. They liked each other's photos and went back and forth. And then it was this whole thing of like, do I direct message him? How oh, do geez. I do it? When do I like? Did he when, do like the, yeah. you like something from two months ago, but just once that's, and it's kind of creepy, but it's kind of flirting? It's exactly that, that's what the whole he th did. Okay, okay. See, I got this a little bit, guys. I got this. But it made me realize how important that move is right? because when she told me he did that, I'm like, you're good. Like, this is your, this is where you move in. So now they've been on three dates and we called him Dr. W because he was being a wussy we couldn't say the the word that we wanted to say but so then he turned into okay. dr w and um but now they've been on three dates and it seems like it's good now so he's dr far. wow it's dr w for dr wow <laughs> okay okay so i just always like hearing how people we like love hearing how everyone meets their significant other because yeah, they invested. don't have to go through such an ornate plan yeah. like that. yeah yeah but i'm intrigued to hear about this generation doing it because when i met, i met my wife in my early 20s too and there was no instagram so how did you we all just met out how do you how did through a friend how did it happen i went to a, a high school friend of mine uh I, it was the day i got back from filming black hawk down and he called me up and he's like i'm having a bonfire at my house in like cornfield middle of nowhere jersey and that's where i met her and she was she was there and she went to a, a high school next to the old high school i went to uh -huh. and we hit it off and that was it. So was it easy. Yeah, it was, so it was easy. We saw her and hung out and, you know. And then it was like uh, she was with me constantly and she'd always leave, like, some clothes at my place and then more clothes at my nice. place. And then all of a sudden, like, your whole wardrobe's here. You <laughs> the slow, the Leaving slow the movement. clothes is like the liking. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the Instagram liking of 20 years ago. Yeah, I yeah. like it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she left her shirt. Yes. <laughs> Way less subtle, actually. Yeah. And if she leaves a sock, it doesn't. It's not as good as you think. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Wait, how long did y'all date before y'all moved in together? Um, like six, seven months. Okay. And then, then moved in. How long did it take her to move in? Was the how long was that 
process of leaving random stuff at your house? Oh, that took like within within a year. Within a year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. What about you? Uh, Yours is probably a bit more recent. Is yeah, there have any met... Instagram stuff on it? Uh, no. <sighs> MySpace. Uh, <laughs> no, we met in, in person, actually, which uh, I guess doesn't matter. I know, that's so old-fashioned. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I was 32 when we when we started dating. Oh, okay. Yeah. So You're so old. I know. <laughs> we met through work, and, and she uh, she tells the story that she she was the one. She saw my butt and said, I used to do a lot more CrossFit. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> and nah, she nah, said, that that's great, the one right, right there. So did she That's pursue you? She did, yeah. She picked your butt out of a lineup. Wow. <laughs> exactly. <That's> awesome. Right. <laughs> I yeah. love a good romance story. Yeah. No, I, well, that's another huge debate. It's the whole, like, is it, are, are girls allowed to do the pursuing now? Of They're course. Not, not allowed, yeah, of sorry. Course. Not allowed, but I feel like they've always to. been. Yeah, yeah. I think it's always up, up to the girl. You know, yeah, however they want to do it. Exactly. You know. But we like to it, we like to feel like it's the guy's decision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we like know in, we're in control, we yeah. like to feel like the guys are, are right. making the moves. It's inception. No. <laughs> <laughs> you constantly incept us. <laughs> what about you, Patrick? How'd you meet your wife? You know, I I went to school with her in uh, like early high school, and then wow. we just were, but we didn't get together from there. We just kind of ran in the same circles, and then her, she was the maid of honor, and I was the best man in the same oh, wedding. Oh, look at that! And uh, so soon after that, we kind of you know because our best friends were you know we sort of became like a double couple, you know. So, and then in the early 2000s or you know 2003 4 5 we just hung out a lot more and then I actually knew her so well so we got together in the end of 2005 and I proposed early 2006 and we were married in like 11 months after we were oh, together. Oh wow. Nice. So it was, yeah. it was a fast. Yeah, it was year. fast and then we just had our first kid but we've been married almost 12 years. So we did things reversed mm-hmm. like we were had such a short engagement long marriage before a kid you know i like that you yeah, really knew just, you really, you really knew you were in it before you brought <laughs> yeah. brought the child that's in the right. world yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make sure yeah, that- well that's a big thing people think children will fix a marriage and i go wrong <laughs> they will test your marriage and if you can you know don't think you're gonna fix a marriage with a child because yeah. it, it puts everyone you know it, all your patience gets put to the test and I mean, it makes a marriage beautiful and a hundred times better, but you definitely need to know you're in the right relationship before you bring children into that. Cause yeah. I don't know. I hate divorce. And so yeah. it's, it's tough, you know? Yeah. yeah. Those are wide, I just wide brought it words. down. I just brought it really. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? Things right? just got real deep. <laughs> I brought things it just got <laughs> real. <laughs> That's awesome. No, but I, I, I really appreciate that because I do, I, in fact, last night, one of my friends, we were out to dinner and she was talking about when she was 19 that she met this NBA player at a bar and he asked if she wanted to be one of his hoes on the road. And she was like, you know, I said no because I had integrity. And now 10 years later, I'm regretting it because I could have a seven foot tall, 14 year old. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wish I would have been one of those hoes on the road. <laughs> yeah, so she, you know, she was thinking the child could really fix the relationship. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's a little different than what I meant, I guess. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different scenario. But that, you agree with that? 
With what? <laughs> being a host? No, I, listen, I'm pleading the fifth. Oh, you would do it. <laughs> yes, I would. You be, would do you, it. I would second. do it. If you, if you would take me on the road, Vic, I'll be your eye candy. Did all Any of your wives of know, like, did they recognize y'all from, like, the movie and stuff when y'all met them? No, my wife didn't. She she had no idea, like, who I was or, or anything. And then, you know, she found out and yeah, it didn't really impress her too much. <laughs> right. I think that's what I liked about her. I'm like, yeah, I like like you, you right. don't, you don't care. <laughs> no, same here. I'm constantly trying to remind her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. I was in a classic movie, right? And she's like, Sandlot. "Shut up and fold but, the laundry." Yeah. Yeah, like, no one cares. Right. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you want to do a spot? Or is I, that what you're gonna? I do want to do a spot. You guys, uh, you know, you're in this iconic movie about the world's greatest pastime. But I want to know, what do you feel about feminine products? <laughs> I feel good about them. Like yeah. specifically, yeah. what do you mean? Like fragrance? Yeah. Uh, like what are we talking about? Well, I'm there's so many. <laughs> there's so many feminine products. Yeah, I like what perfume. Smells great. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we <laughs> that's love exactly perfume. what we're talking about. <laughs> we, um, I wanted to talk to y'all specifically. Actually, okay. this has nothing to do with y'all, except for your wives <laughs> might want to know about this. It's a product called Lola. Um, we care a lot about the ingredients in the food that we eat, the beauty products we use. Why wouldn't women care about what's in their feminine care product? They should care. Yeah, of they course should. they absolutely should. Yeah. And I'm sure Lola is very good for that. Yeah. What's the, what is Lola? What does Lola have in it? Um, what doesn't Lola have in it? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you. The Lola products are 100% natural, 100% easy to Get feel good here. about. Unlike major brands in the market, Lola offers complete transparency transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons pads and liners no bs no mystery fibers no more doubts about what's going in mm. our bodies our bodies That's right. right fantastic i hate those mystery fibers yeah, yeah. you they're never bad. know they're bad they're bad lola products are 100 percent organic cotton with no added chemicals fragrances synthetics or dyes the Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription, so you don't have to make a trip to the drugstore or have your husband or boyfriend go to the drugstore. comes to your door. They deliver right when you need it, when you need it, to where you need it. Um, choose from organic cotton tampons, pads, or liners, or add a box of each if you want to build your box of 18 tampons by picking the perfect mix of light, regular, super, and super plus. You can decide how many boxes you want delivered to your door. And wow. the, I think something that's really cool about Lola that's quite different from this room, Becca being a lone woman surrounded by these dudes, <laughs> Lola was founded by women for women. Mm -hmm. ah. So you know, none of us in there. We just ruin things anyway, we, you know? That's ain't right. that the truth. Yeah. yeah, I feel like guys do have a lot of, when you're in a relationship, it is, there is that moment where your girlfriend or wife goes, hey, um. Could you go to the store you? and get me something? Yeah, yes. yeah, I know. And you always and feel you really weird. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, yeah, you, you don't, don't know what counter. to get. That's the <laughs> yeah. thing. But well, that now, is yeah, really I always get the wrong thing. And now I need good. a uh, now I need a new excuse to get out of the house. There you go. <laughs> I, babe, I got to go pick up all the boxes of Lola. <laughs> all right, yeah, there you go. <laughs> our front lawn. I'll be back in an hour. Um, so you can um, you can select your shipment frequency. You can cancel, skip an order, modify your subscription at any time. For forty percent off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter code Becca when you subscribe. That's mylola.com. Okay, this is where I need the harmonies. So I'm going to say promo code, and we all say, Becca. 
all together. Yeah, all at one time. All at the same time. So okay. take whatever you know p- part Locked of the it. class yeah. that you're most okay. comfortable okay. with. Oh, I don't right. know if you're tenor That's or the baritone. Can, can I go really high? Please, high yeah, please. please do it. Yeah. I like ear piercingly high. No, don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so Are that's my middle? Lola. Sure, I'll You're go mid. Middle. You're going high. I'm going low. All right, okay. good. I love how invested y'all are in this. Oh, okay, that's, great. that's mylola.com promo code. Becca. That Perfect. Was beautiful. Yeah, that was wow. good. Dude. We got to take Not this on bad. the road. No, yeah. that was fantastic. I don't know if anything's ever been better than that. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had some good. We've had some good harmonies. Okay. Thank you guys. Wow, Thank you. I, this is fun. Uh-huh. I'm so sad. We're blowing up that. our ego right now. Thanks a lot. Um, okay, so one of the things that we do on our podcast, we read emails from our listeners. Okay. That write in for advice. Oh, cute. oh, we good. normally have um, female guests, and like Tanya and I are together, so we have a strong female um, perspective and opinion. I love that I am the only girl here, and that <laughs> it's going to be a guy's a guy's opinion today. Um, so I wanted to read a few emails while I have y'all. Here. Yeah, let's do cool. it. Let's do it. Some advice for the okay. I actually really like this first one because the the Sandlot is one of those. Movies about friendship, I think, at its core. Like, um, you know, Smalls comes to town. He doesn't know anybody. Every, they, you know, Benny takes him under his wing. Mm-hmm. I, I was just watching this the other day, and it was like that. The part where he shows him how to throw, or shows you how to throw, like it brought a tear to my eye. Like I was like, <laughs> I want a friend like Benny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know. It's great. Yeah, Benny was do. awesome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he so, was awesome. So cool. Uh, so the, the, this um, Brittany writes in, and she wants to know how to make friends as an adult. Uh, she writes, I recently graduated college, and I'm engaged. My fiance and I have been together since high school and recently moved to Jacksonville with her two puppies to pursue our career in medical device sales. My life feels like a fairy tale, but I'm still missing something. I have a great love and a great career, but I'm lacking in the girlfriend's department. I was in a sorority my first two years of college and on a sales team for my last two, but once we graduated, we all scattered. I still keep in touch with my closest friends, but I miss having BFFs within driving distance. Most people befriend their coworkers, but unfortunately, my job is outside sales, meaning I travel around my city all day and I technically don't have coworkers. So my question is, how in the world do you make friends as an adult? My fiance is my absolute best friend, but he's in the military, so he leaves for six months in September. I feel like the pressure is on to make friends, but I have no clue where to begin. I'm a total Tanya in need of a Becca. <laughs> I love your podcast so much. It always has me cracking up, and Easton is my absolute favorite. Help, how do I make friends? Okay, that last part I made up. <laughs> I was, like, was going to say, that's why you email. love this one so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so what, what do you, I had a problem with this when I first moved to Los Angeles. I didn't have any friends, and I went to the record store and found a guy looking in the same type of music as I liked, and I think he thought I was hitting on him. It did not go very well. I left there without a friend. <laughs> oh, I, I thought that was going to be a <laughs> right. good story. Yeah, no, 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 no. So it's, it's difficult. So I, I, mean, I don't know if you guys have any insight on how to make friends as an adult. Wait, we might be onto something here because I think some sort of uh, not dating app, but friend like making. Friend. They have it. Do they? they ha- yeah, it's Bumble BFF. Okay, because then you know what everyone likes. The problem is, it just what you said about the record store is it's hard to tell people that you're legitimately just trying to <laughs> hang, and they everyone is a little guarded and mm-hmm. gets whoa, hey, hey, buddy, relax, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> like you know. Yeah. Easton, what was your opening line? Yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I like punk music a lot. This guy was in the section and I saw he was looking at, there's this band called Rotting Out that I really like. They're from Los Angeles. And I'm like, oh, hey, have you heard, have you heard uh, Street Prowl? That was their new album at the right. time. And he's like, 
Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's He's fine. like, get away from me, you weirdo. Exactly. Like he was clearly <laughs> just wanting to show. Uh, you know what? Listen, I put that yeah. on him. I think that yeah, was a right. great opening line. Yeah. I think Thank that you. I I was worried what was going to come. I you I was scared for you, but I think that was a great opening line. That's not weird. If I was into that kind of music, I would have like, oh, I would have chatted you up. Well, right. thank you. I mean, and then the, like I was thinking in my head, like, okay, if this guy wants to talk to me, how do I bring it to the next step? You know, it's like that Seinfeld episode where he's trying to befriend Keith Hernandez. Like, uh-huh. What do I do? Do I ask him to dinner? You know, right. luckily he did not get that far, but um, it's, it's hard to, you know. Well, I, with you telling the story, I almost, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. I almost feel like it's more difficult for guys to do that. I feel like I girls agree. are like... Let's be, you know, you meet yeah. a girl, you have like one thing in common. It's like, we're best friends. Yeah, like, no, because my wife talks to anybody and everybody yeah. and she's coming home with a new best friend like <laughs> every other day. We'll go to the mall and I turn around and she's talking to some girl and the next day she's like, oh, I'm meeting Ashley for dinner. I'm like, who the hell is Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Girls like have that natural thing where it's just like, let's be friends. Let's get dinner whatever. Where I feel like guys that you almost have to have this like. I don't know. It's almost like you said, like you're so guarded and you don't want yeah. it to come off as the wrong or like weird or yeah, that like you're why, trying what to. Are, what yeah, are what are your intentions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess for your listener, I would say take a class or something like do things, you know, get out right. in the world and find yeah. a hobby, find a hobby yeah. and go back a, to college and join a sorority again. <laughs> yeah, you could, yeah, you could do that. But it's the female version of old school. But yeah. <laughs> Make sure to film it because it will that would millions. be an awesome. Uh, it would it like would Ocean's Eight. Female old school. Oh, female. Great. Ocean's oh, Eight. Would be good. Would if we so see good. a female old school in one in an eighteen months, we're suing whatever <laughs> company did well, that. What a great idea! Came out with a, funny an amazing that. idea. You should star in it. We'll <laughs> produce it. <laughs> a bunch of guys will produce it. Right. <laughs> great. That ain't happening. Yeah. Okay. So y'all are saying find a hobby. Find something that you're interested in that you would find. That would be your advice. Yeah, yeah. Go, you know, do something that you're interested in. Yeah, right. You know, well, and then you know you, you have do, at least one yeah. mutual interest, so that would help things a little bit, I think. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, exactly. That's kind you of can the... also go on The Bachelor, all the girls <laughs> and okay. friends on that. She is married, might be conflict there, but that is an option. All right. Everyone's there to date one guy, but you all become best friends anyway, yeah. so that's an option. All right, I like uh, the was I on a date one because oh, I like okay. that perspective from a guy's. All right, yeah, this this is a, a good question that I've been in many times. Uh, this is from Danielle. Love y'all so much. My name is Danielle, and I'm 22. Last week, my friend I used to work with, who looks like a hotter, younger John Mayer, all right, <laughs> said he wanted to hang and catch up. There's air quotes there. And even suggested specifically grabbing coffee and going for a hike. The hike thing fell through, so he suggested restaurants for lunch, even offered to pick me up, but I had somewhere to be, so we drove separately. At lunch, everything flowed so easily since we'd been friends for over a year, but I noticed it was hard for him to keep eye contact. Maybe he was nervous. We got the check, and then we split the cost. Was this a date, or was it not? It's a date. Yes. Date. It's a date. Because. Oh, yeah, because why? I'm curious. No hesitation. I, I feel like yeah. it. I don't <laughs> I think it's a date. Wait, you I, missed it. P.S. Easton is my favorite. Oh, you, <laughs> I, I, I you didn't want to keep my ego in check. I, 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 okay. I'm self I, I feel like it wasn't. If really? you split the bill, listen, I mean, and, you know, if you, I don't know. I know it's But it's awkward times, sometimes like now because you don't want to just always, pay for the woman. You, you want her to, you if know. If I'm on a date, though, yeah. I will pay for the woman to, it's kind of like leaving the clothes behind or liking mm-hmm. the early Instagrams. I will do that. So that there's an understanding. So there's no confusion. But that's me also 
I haven't done it recently, so I don't know if maybe that's... he was just testing the waters. Yeah, to see see how. It and goes. it was started yeah. as a date, but by the time the check came, he was like, "It's not a date. Let's split this." Maybe. See, I have a strong. I think I have an opinion on this because where I'm from in the South and how I was raised, every even if I was on a friend, like if I was just out with a friend and we yeah. went to a movie or anything, the, he always paid. So I got used to that. So when I moved out. Um, to San Diego, I went out with one of my friends and just, it was totally friendly, but he didn't pay. And I remember being like, oh, I guess he doesn't have to do that. <laughs> like that wasn't, I don't know. I have yeah. this like expectation because like, that's how I was raised. And then I was like, oh, we're just friends. He doesn't owe me that. <laughs> and then I think more now with the, the dating accessibility of being able to go on dates whenever you went through an app, it's kind of like, do you, is that what's required that the guy pays every time or is it just if you i think it sends a pretty clear signal if he pays that's what i mean so if you split bill i I mean maybe it was a pre-date maybe he was nervous and he didn't know how she felt and he didn't want to be too forward feeling it feeling everything out like pre-date and then if they actually do something again i would say yes date but i think this was like it sounds like there was something because he was nervous, wasn't making eye contact. Right. So there's something going on yeah. there, but I wouldn't have called it a date yet. Did they go out again? I don't know. We'll have to get an update. But she did reference him as her friend she used to work with. Right. I I think this was a date, but he was too nervous to ask that, her. On a I real agree. Date. I, yeah, you nailed it. Playing that's, it safe. That's what it is. And that's why he split the check too. Because, right. Because I think he probably wanted to pay. Here's, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> thought he was a little Doctor W. Exactly. <laughs> not wow. Aren't we all a little Doctor W? Because <laughs> I think if he if he wanted to be a date, he would have asked her to dinner or something. But then this hike suspiciously fell through, and they had to go to a restaurant. I think that was him trying to like have dinner with her mm-hmm. without putting right. a lot out there. Right. But and if he, he wanted, if, if he wanted it to be clear that it was a date, wouldn't you pay? Like, wouldn't that be a? Sh- yeah, you're like, I think he's nervous. Right. Yeah. yeah. But that it. You're right. Yeah. There's no reason to not pay in that scenario, unless. I don't know. Unless he, he wanted, like you said, he wanted it to be a date at the beginning and right. by the end he was like, eh, sure. I don't want to give her the wrong Here's signal. the thing. Here's the thing. And I think you guys can confirm <laughs> this with your wives. There's, at least with my wife, there was never a moment where there were unclear signals. So at the very least, this may not be the guy for you because it's too confusing. For me and my experience, I there was, I've gone through Hollywood and and had plenty of confusing moments and that's not the woman I ended up with and the reason I ended up with my wife was because there wasn't anything confusing we were both in it I didn't have to wait four days I didn't have to do any of that stuff I you know you didn't have to think about it I didn't have to think about it we just and and then I knew she was the one for me she knew I was the one for her which I still don't understand but (laughs) fair enough And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, and uh, honestly, that's a little early too. like give the guy another chance. But if it continues mm-hmm. to be that mixed signal stuff, I, yeah. would, I would move on. Well, we, there's always this debate of for girls when we go out with guys on a first date, if when the check comes, <clears throat> should we reach for it? No, no, <laughs> no. If the, when the check comes. Sit there and smile. If he slides it to you, <laughs> yeah. make, make you're not hanging out that right. Guy. Or if no. he looks at it and says, "So how do you want to do this?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when but the, sometimes it comes and it just sits there, and you're like, well, "Am I? Do I need to?" Yeah. That's on him. That, right, it shouldn't sit there. He, Listen, yeah. guys, this is what I do. <laughs> I excuse myself to the bathroom. I hand the waitress or waiter the card, and I say, "Don't even." 
bring the bill, just bring it to me to sign. So the moment is never even there. I do that with friends if I'm going to pick it up, too, because there's yeah. nothing more annoying than that moment. And then the, oh, no, oh, yes, yeah. oh, oh, shoot me now. <laughs> Any, anytime Patrick takes me out, he always pays for me. No, nah, come on. You would say <laughs> my advice to men these days is excuse yourself, get it out of the way, don't even make the awkward moment. That's a very good move. And then you look like a real big oh, shot. Yeah, right, like, right. Mr. Renner, we've already yeah. taken care of this. Right. Sign your name. Awesome. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. but no, Pat was right. Like with, with my wife, there was never any that any of that stuff of like, should I text right now or should I wait or should I? And we, I've had this conversation with her, and she said the same thing. That it was just never any of that weirdness. And I think that's kind of how that was the first sign that we yeah, knew. When you when you find the right person, you don't have to think mm -hmm. too yeah. much. You know, second guess yeah. anything. It just it happens. Feels a little natural. Yeah, that's good. Good to know. Because we talk about this a lot. Yeah. And I think there's this sense of, especially right now and like how things are right now, it's, there's this fear, I think, that sometimes men feel of like t being the ones to pay because it's like, what if the woman wants to be in control and she's like, I can pay for it. You know, there's that. Right. You don't, you wanna, don't know you don't who wanna, you're going to run into. You don't want to insult. Right. right. But you, you know, you, you think that, you know. Well, that's why I say give, give this dude thing. the benefit of the doubt. Go out one more time with him, yeah. and then if he doesn't pay the second time, oh, then yeah. it's then yeah. it's over. That's right. Like, yeah. Get out of you, cheap bastard! Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't want to steal you. Yeah. <laughs> so Danielle, go out with him again. Let us know what happened. Send another email. Yeah, we and, need an update. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll yeah. even call you to get you on and <laughs> yeah, yeah. hear about it live while it's happening. You know, we talk about finding the right person that takes all the guesswork out of it, but I think something that's just as important is finding the right sheets. That right? is so true. That is so true. Um, have y'all ever ho heard of Bowl and Branch? No. No, but I'm but very interested. To. Uh -huh. it's not yeah, I was about to say, there. you're about to. Um, so Bowl and Branch makes the softest, most comfortable, 100% organic cotton sheets you'll ever sleep on. We're very into organic cotton on today's show. Um, I have Bowl and Branch sheets, and I can attest that they are amazing. They started soft before I even washed them multiple times, which is which is very that's important. impressive. That's nice because usually you never find that. Right. What's the thread count on that? Um, you know, I don't have. Here's the thing about Bowling Branch: you can get whatever thread count you want. Oh, okay. Whatever you want. They, super soft is the thread count. This, yeah, nice. don't super worry about soft, it, Vic. Pure 100% organic cotton. Um, Three of the U.S. presidents love Bull and Branch sheets. Which ones? Both Bushes and the Clinton. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, you weren't ready for that quick answer, <laughs> were you? <laughs> you knew. Um, they Bull and Branch only sells to you online at bullandbranch.com, so their sheets cost less than half of the designer brands, and they're twice the quality of what you would find. Um, you won't believe how comfortable they are. You can try them for a whole month. If they're not the most comfortable you've ever slept on, you can send them back for a refund. That's awesome. We love a risk-free free situation. <laughs> um, so there's no risk to try. Plus, you'll get $50 off your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com, promo code BECCA. That's spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code BECCA for $50 off your first set of sheets. Are you all ready to harmonize again? Let's do it. All right. That's bowlandbranch.com, promo code Becca. I went a little higher on that one. That was good. That was nice. yeah, yeah, it's like that. a deeper You like that one better? It was nice. Yeah. It was smooth. Great. <laughs> um, okay, let's do one more email, and then we'll let y'all go on with your your days. Um, 
All right, I was gonna do "Is He Into Me." Ooh, I like that one. I like that. Hopefully, you guys can. Hopefully, you know whether or not someone's into uh -oh. you, or whether you're into someone else. You can help Haley here. She needs some advice. About a year ago, my friend and her then boyfriend wanted to introduce me to his cousin, but I had to move away for five months. So I wasn't interested in starting anything. We ended up running into him downtown on the 4th of July last year, right after we watched The Sandlot, and we danced for a little bit and kissed and then went our separate ways. Fast forward to a month ago, I see him at the same bar and accidentally bump into him on the dance floor. We hit it off, I went home with him, and we stayed up just talking and cuddling all night. I've seen him a handful of times since, and he's always telling me how he doesn't believe me that I'm into him, and that he's sincere and doesn't want me to think he's playing games. The problem is, the only time we text is to make plans to see each other, so I'm constantly wondering if he's really into me or if I'm just getting my hopes up. When we do hang out, it's always great and we have great conversations. He even sings and dances like a crazy person in the car with me, which I love. I feel myself falling re really fast and I don't want to get hurt. So how do I know that he's genuine? Is it okay to ask where he sees things going? I've heard that scares some guys off. Can I text him even if he hasn't responded to a message from a few days ago? I tend to be needy like Tanya and super forward in relationships. Please help. I think you can. I think if yeah. if that's if you ask him and that scares him off, then he's not really that into you. Yeah, nailed it, Vic. And yeah. then hey, why do you even you. want him? Well wow, done. that do you just sum that? That was quick. Yeah, you guys are really good at this. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think that's an important thing for this world today. Is number one, you have to know people by their actions, not what they say. And number two, if you have to change yourself to get a guy to be into you, forget it because it's not going to last. And what's the point? So, Vic. Nice hey. job. Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Dr. Vic. Well, well done, Vic. <laughs> Thank you very much. He's Dr. Thank w, Dr. Wow. Yeah. The wow version. Feel free to email me anytime, Pat. Yeah, I will. Thank you. <laughs> well, I always say, I always, my advice when people write in, I always say, like, from what I've learned, if a guy wants you, you're going to know. Totally. Like, yeah, they, absolutely. They really make it obvious like, most of the time if they're super into you. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, if, you should, if you have to guess. Not worth it you yeah know. that's why yeah if you have to think about it, it it it's not it's not real i mean that's the thing is like if you have to worry and think about things too much in a relationship then it's 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 not the right person you know it should happen naturally you know right I mean? yeah like when me and my wife i i she could tell i was totally into her the whole time you know because I, mean? I i was genuinely into her if, yeah. if, if she had to think oh my god is he into me well then i it wouldn't work you know if you have to reach out to a podcast to see if he's into you, I think that's yeah, a yeah, exactly. Yeah, most of the time, if you're asking that question, it's it's probably not good. Yeah. Although I do think I do like that she. I I mean the fact that the, when they do talk, he's reaching out to hang out with her. He clearly wants to see her. So yeah, it's not I, like he might be into her. But yeah. the point is, she she should just not work. She should be herself and say, mm -hmm. "I'm into you." And if that scares them off, then you know, right? Because it is possible he's into her but find out because she's I into agree. him yeah right. yeah she shouldn't be worried about scaring him off too. No, like if he no. if he gets scared by asking if he's into her like right. he, that yeah well that's a <laughs> problem in itself and yeah. this also isn't yeah. the first date they've hung like yeah. okay maybe don't ask people if you're into me on the first date <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i could get behind that are you at, how are you feeling yeah. about I'm feeling me right falling pretty hard for you i just want to be honest <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> This was so fun. So I might have y'all as permanent fixtures on the show. That's yeah, right. sure. The, the advice was just quick. A lot of times we go, well, what do you, yeah. what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go with your gut. We're fast. We're not always right, but we're fast. <laughs> yeah. It could be it horrible advice. It was the confidence advice, of yeah. it, though. We're confidently <laughs> wrong sometimes, right. too, though. So. 
<laughs> Go with your heart. Yeah. So the, the, the Sandlot 25th anniversary Blu-ray is out now. I just want to throw that out there. And if you haven't purchased it, you really should because- okay. I'll go pick one up. Yeah, you should. You should. It's a really good movie. It really is. Uh, and it's been so much fun hanging out with you guys today. This is something that like, I wish I could go back in time and tell myself like, in, in just a scant few years, if you plug away at it, you get to hang out in a studio <laughs> with, these, with these guys in the awesome. sandlot with Smalls and Ham and Arrow. It's, it's so much fun. You guys, yeah. It was so a much blast. Fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been you. a lot of fun. You guys are great. Yeah, thank, thank you all so much. What time should here. we be back tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next week. Oh, okay. Go to next Costa Rica, week. but gotcha. then next week we'll okay. let you know. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> we usually tra tape on Mondays. If you guys want to come by, I'll have yeah, a parking great. spot for you. Okay. Awesome. And uh, we'll have some more questions for you. Again, that's Tom Guyry, Victor DiMadia, and Patrick Renna, the stars of The Sandlot, hitting it out of the park once again. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank so you so much. Ending, Easton. That was so fun. That was so fun. I'm. It was different believe. being the only, the only girl. <laughs> I know. I felt... Um, Luckily, those guys, they're super cool. Mm -hmm. They're not super, like, you know, rah, 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 I'm a right, man right. kind of a thing. Totally. They're, they're very, very nice, gentle dudes. But I did feel bad that you were outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I like you said, they were, they were, like, very much, like, gentlemen and so kind and sweet. And I do feel, I like that they were all married and... I liked that all the guys I'm surrounded by are great stand-up married men. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like to think of myself as a stand-up married man. Easton, you're the most stood-up married man. <laughs> I, I, I am the most stood-up, yes. Uh, yeah, no, I hope that we're, um, you know, I like to think that Mark and I are, are trying to set a good, I don't want to say set a good example, but, but like, you do. know. I mean, yeah. I think that's why, I think that's why, especially when I read, like, the comments on the Facebook group, why our listeners love y'all so much, because there is something to it being the advice that y'all give being from two great guys who are married and, you know, are in healthy relationships. Cause I, I think a lot of people feel like discouraged because they're like, will I ever find that? And so to have two people, two guys on one podcast, it's, it's really nice. That was really cool that all three of those guys are like happily married. Yeah. And, and I think they either all or most of them have children. Like that's yeah. very cool. It makes me, cause you know, sometimes with like, Child actors, you hear, there's a certain I know. timeline. Yeah. You know, the, no, these. If you want to, if you want to be a child actor and turn out great, go on the sandlot. That's that's what I have to say. <laughs> I wanted to ask. I I had like things that I know we were like talking about. I yeah. wanted to ask questions, but I wonder if because I know that they have done other roles and different projects since the Sandlot, but that movie is so huge and so I keep saying the word iconic, but it is that it's almost, I always wonder, you know, people feel like they get stuck in a role or like typecast as yeah. that person, but it's kind of an amazing, I mean, it's an amazing problem to have, I guess. You know, uh, Tom Guyry, I did, you know, I, I felt weird. Like I like to fangirl. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm not ashamed of it, but I also felt like, I was like Ooh, this is smalls. I don't know. If <laughs> But he he was in Black Hawk Down. He yeah. was in The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. I remember I saw The Revenant and I thought that it was Smalls, but I didn't I didn't know that was him in it. And I was looking at his IMDb just now, and he's got quite the uh, quite the film credit. He, um, he's just in Wonder Wheel, which just came out. So um, he's even though he doesn't live in Los Angeles, he's still making it happen as a real actor. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, it is. It's fascinating. And they were they were just so they were eleven. Like, that's a that's that is, insane. <laughs> I love that they said it just felt like summer camp because yeah. that's what it felt. You know, like watching it, you hope to hear that because I feel like you see a lot of movies in that kind of, 
you have this idea or this fantasy of what it was like filming it and then you hear back like behind the scenes stories and it was like a nightmare or like so-and-so was a diva or no one got along and you're like oh it kind of ruins yeah exactly. what it was for me so i'm glad it wasn't like that um so you want to you want to hit a couple more emails before yeah. we uh before we say goodbye let's um, do some emails let's do it with just just you and i this time now we can give our honest thoughts on yeah. non-sandlot related things <laughs> uh okay so brit uh, writes to us and she says, I want to get you guys perspective on an issue. I have a super close girl, group of girlfriends from college. They are my people and we absolutely adore each other. However, we all have such a bad habit of not being fans of the boys that we all date. We end up being kind of mean to each other about the boys we date because we think the world of each other and the guys are never up to our extremely high standards. And because the boys are typically scumbags, <laughs> it's the only time we've had issues in our friendship, but it's ended up causing dents for us. I'm not sure how to voice my concerns about the guys my friends date without coming off as mean while still letting them know I think they can do way better. Or I'm not sure if I should just keep my mouth shut because they're probably going to date them no matter what I think. I feel like I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place and I would love your guys' point of view. For reference, we're all fresh out of college and 22. I don't know about you. you. I'm feeling 22. Now, Um, Britt, seems like a good night to dress up like hipsters and make fun of your exes, (laughs) which you're clearly doing. Uh... But yes. I, I wonder, do her friends feel this way about her? That's I kind of feel like that's what they're saying. Like yeah. she said, it's the only time we've had issues in our friendship. I've always thought um, when it comes to dating guys that your um, family doesn't like or your friends don't like, it's always about the reasoning of why they don't. If it's the reasoning of why they don't like him, if it's because he doesn't treat you well or he does things that, that give them red flags i think that's something to pay attention to if it's simply that they don't get along or he does has annoying quirks that they don't like then that's kind of their issue to deal with you know yeah people just sometimes people don't get along and it's not necessarily because there's they're a bad person or you're a bad person it's just like your personalities don't click but that's not a deal breaker for the person that's in the relationship with them yeah. Yeah. The thing I'm having a hard time ignoring is that they, I mean, she says they all hate each, everyone's boyfriend. Usually there's like one person in a group. Right. Who doesn't like the one person's boyfriend. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. Or like, or keeps dating guys that everyone else right, hates, yeah. you know, it's interesting that it's they everybody <laughs> and it's like, so, I mean, how do you, I wonder how you solve this. Like, do you have a gigantic intervention for each other? I mean, you're, I think I would just be like, I, if it were me in this situation, mm-hmm. I would sit my, my group of friends down all together so it didn't feel like gossiping to one about the other. And I would say, hey, I've, I would literally say what she said in this email. Like, we, we love each other so much. We want the best for each other. We obviously think that every like each of you deserves the best guy around. So what is the way we handle it if one of us starts dating someone we don't like like what's the appropriate way to voice our concerns or our um like opinions you, on like it. bringing articles of impeachment against the boyfriend exactly like, yeah. like yeah. what like like uh it's it, it's tough because um you want you know you want your friends to go for who they're going you know you only only you can decide who's right for you totally you know? yeah but also if I have found if you're dating someone that you think is the best and literally every one of your friends hates them, I think that's something to that's listen a, to. I do too. I believe that as well. 
I don't like the word scumbags because that's like a bad, like that's just, that's, that's a saying a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's quite <laughs> like, the indictment. Yeah. Like scumbags because the boys typically are kind of scumbags. Also, they're very young. Very, very young. 22. Fresh out of college. You really should dress up with hipsters and make fun of your exes together and find guys who aren't scumbags. Yeah. Maybe don't take these relationships so seriously mm-hmm. um, because they're, you know, you're probably not going to meet your husband right now. You might, yeah. but probably not. And uh, just, I think um, friendships are very important. But you should also not let if there's if there's someone you truly think is right for you, mm-hmm. you shouldn't let your friends get in the middle of, you know, just because a friend doesn't like that guy. Like you were saying, like because there's like a, a personality quirk or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, it, it's it's a it's a hard thing to balance, mm-hmm. but there but you need to find balance there. My ultimate advice to end this this one, don't let a scumbag ruin your friendship. Put that on the bumper sticker. Put that on the bumper sticker. <laughs> Don't let a scumbag ruin that you know, friendship. My hurdle and um my hurdle and pole vault analogy did not was not I mean it was well received compared to how Tanya and Mark handled it. I thought so too. I, I should have chimed in when yeah, that was. Yeah, I was happening. just about to say, where were you on that? <laughs> you really left me in the dust. <laughs> I got what you were trying what you were saying. And I, I see the difference between um because it was, it, let's re, let's refresh ourselves. It's a, it, it, a a pole vault and a hurdle. Hurdles are multiple challenges that are small. My whole point: a hurdle is a small thing that mm-hmm. you have to jump over. Exactly. A pole vault is large and it takes more effort and it's higher. It's a bigger hurdle. That's all it, I was trying to say. I mean, it, at its <laughs> core, a, a pole vault is just a really big hurdle. Exactly. You know, and you get you get an extra tool. You get a yeah. stick. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, that I was really lost. I mean, everyone just goes with Tanya's analogies that make no sense, and I give one that makes sense. <laughs> and for the first time, <laughs> and everyone acts so confused. <laughs> Tanya's ruined us. <laughs> I'm really bummed that the guys left before i got to do quip i liked their harmonies they were so good so yeah. good so you're really gonna have to pick up the slack oh it, i'm classically trained so i can definitely <laughs> do that on this one um sometimes when it's time in the past now i i do i do use quip and they send me new brushes but when i used to go to the store and i would be in the toothbrush aisle there are so many options of toothbrushes to choose from. It overwhelms me. I'm like, which one is my dentist recommended toothbrush? And they all say they are. But um, many of the toothbrushes, they're gimmicks and they're not that great. But the truth is you really just need something that guides the simple habits of what you're supposed to do when you brush your teeth that most of us get wrong when we're doing it. Quip is an electric toothbrush. It's a fraction of the cost of the bulkier brushes, but it still packs just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth very well. I've had messages about people who have bought Quip and they love it. They're like, my mouth has never felt cleaner. Wish I could find it right now. That would take a long time. Um, Quip has a built-in timer. It helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes. That's right. Not a second less. That's right. All those things about like, oh, sing happy birthday. No, 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 my friend. You got to brush for two minutes. And it's it's fun once you have the timer, you know. It does. It like lets you know when to switch up the where you're brushing. Takes the guesswork out of it. Takes, takes the guesswork out of it. Yeah. 
Um, Quip has a subscription plan, and they're, it's specifically for your health, not just for convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule, which I've always been terrible about buying new toothbrushes. Yeah, because like if you stop someone on the street that uses an electric toothbrush, or, just, or even not, like how often do you change your toothbrush? Most people would say... Oh, when something starts growing on it, maybe <laughs> or when it when it. If rubs... anyone said that, I would be like, "Okay." <laughs> oh yeah, I, that's definitely not when I change mine. Uh, but the Quip, they send you new heads on a on a predetermined plan, so you can keep yeah. your teeth as healthy as you as you need to. Yeah, every three months for just five dollars, and that's including free shipping worldwide. So Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right into your right onto your mirror and it unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel. So you can put it in there once you travel. Um, it also comes with a um uh in that uh cut that. And finally, um they were on Oprah's O list. They were named one of Time's best inventions, and it's the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. That's right. That's the ADA. <laughs> Those guys don't just certify anything. I mean, they, this is the only electric toothbrush they've accepted. Exactly. It's a very rigorous acceptance process. Quip has made it through. Yes. And they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers that use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25. If you go to getquip.com slash Becca right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash Becca. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Becca. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That was beautiful. Tanya might be out of a job. <laughs> she fancies herself quite the singer, but, you know, so does the E-man. <laughs> she does. She really, um, she really puts it out there. She does. Uh, you know, before I worked at the radio station, I um, sold Vans shoes and I worked in the mall and I would sing very loudly at that job mm -hmm. because uh, I hated that job and I wanted to, I wanted to you die every day. So hearing like whenever there'd be a song that I liked on the um, loudspeaker, I would jump up on the bench where people tried on their shoes and I would sing along and I would usually dance and get people were excited, um, you know. And I didn't think that I would have that from anyone else, but then I started working here, and uh, Tanya brings that to a whole new level, and I feel so lucky to be around it every day. Y'all are literally, I just had no idea how similar y'all are. It was it was such a beautiful moment when it, it came, like when I had that, the Hillary Duff thing, really just <laughs> watching the videos after I posted them on Facebook again, I was like, wow, that's Tanya in Easton's I, body. <laughs> That, that was terribly exciting. You <laughs> able to sing along like that. Terribly exciting. Yeah, terribly exciting. <laughs> okay, so let's do one more let's, email. One more email. Uh, all right, this is from Anonymous. These are always good. Mm -hmm. Always good. Uh, Anonymous says they started a Hinge profile after hearing Becca mention it a few times. I had a few likes and conversations going, but nothing serious. I started noticing one guy in particular, and he initiated the conversation and kept it going. Everything was going well. We exchange numbers and add each other on social media and talk about possibly hanging out on Saturday. Well, Saturday comes and I don't hear from him at all, so I texted him a simple hi and he replied, hey, how's it going? That's it. Didn't even mention our possible hangout and that was the last I heard from him. I really was impressed by him, so it's bugging me that I didn't even get a chance. He mentioned he would be in my, in my town for a training soon, so my question is, should I text him? Hey, hey, I know you'll be in town. We should grab drinks. Mm. Oh. I mean, just coming off of the advice from 
yeah. the guys that were here, it's like if he wanted to get drinks, what do you? I don't. I'm so torn because sometimes we get emails and it's like, go for it. Like I'm married. I did it, and I'm married now. Yeah, but you got to go for it <laughs> when it's worth going for. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm just not very uh, thrilled with this dude. And when you're at this point, you have very little to go on. Mm-hmm. You should not be this, like disappointed with his behavior that's what i'm saying oh yeah like you know? he he hasn't earned your disappointment <laughs> yeah no exactly like if you're talking about even if it was just like hey we should hang out maybe we shouldn't he when he when he texts you he should like say like oh hey i'm sorry something came up i'm not gonna be able to yeah. you know like at least reference so it we're, we're just saying he's not into, he's I, not into it i think he didn't want to um he didn't want to hang out that's what i think yeah i want to this is the thing and i i had this conversation with tanya because she, um, it was one of the days like right after she and, um, Dr. W started talking, it may have been after their first day. I can't remember, but she texted him first during the day and I don't know what happened. He had like a busy day or something and she didn't really hear from him all day, but it made her feel like disappointed and rejected. And I, I told her, I was like, would you have felt this disappointment if you hadn't texted him? Like if you were just waiting, you'd be like waiting to hear from him, but you could be like, all right, That's he's busy, yeah. whatever, you know, could think of a reason. But I think once you put yourself out there and then you don't hear anything, it just opens the door to be disappointed. And I don't know if this guy's worth it. I mean, it doesn't even sound like he lives in the same town. That's another thing. Yeah. I don't know. I would, I would move on and find someone. I would be like next, next. Do you remember that show? Oh, do I remember next? <laughs> I loved, it. <laughs> I I loved Next because every guy that was on that show, when they'd walk off the bus, they give two co- regular details and one wacky one. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like, what's up? I'm Jared. My favorite color is blue. I'm six foot two, and I've never seen an episode of Melrose Place. <laughs> this is MTV's Next. And then, I loved that show. I loved Next. I watched and it I a loved, lot. I loved Dismissed too. <laughs> Dismissed was excellent. I also love Parental Control. What was that one? That was the one where they went on a date and the uh, there's hidden cameras and the parents of the girl were watching uh, and like weighing in on the date as it was going along. Wow. Why don't we have any of these gems anymore? I know. All we have is The Bachelor. That's all. You know, The Bachelor is a staple. I got to watch this week's episode. Oh, um, oh. someone suggested we do a, like a episodes where Tanya and I watch... Or we all like put the my episodes of The Bachelor on the TV I, and we like, like, like a commentary? do commentary. I love this idea. <laughs> okay, so full disclosure, I haven't seen much of The Bachelor until I started working closely with some of y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I'm very into it now, okay. but uh, I didn't watch your season. I, I, I hadn't seen it. And I've been wanting to watch it because, Oh, you my know, God. We like, should do this together. I think that would be a lot of fun. Because even Tanya, like, I met her after Ben's season, so we didn't know. Like, we, as she was watching it, she wasn't watching it knowing me. Yeah. And it, I actually watch it. I, my friends came over, and they wanted to watch one episode, so we did. And it was so cringe. <laughs> I, like, hated every second of it. So I feel like it would be really fun to watch now that y'all know me. And it was, you know, the how things are edited or whatever, how I look on the show. I would, I would love this. I, I think we should make this happen. Okay. <laughs> we'll so have good. to pick like, a, like a specific episode to like really be able to give extra, like maybe a finale or something. Yeah. 
Yikes. Well, that's what y'all have to look forward to. Yeah. Um, thank you so much to Bolin Branch, Quip, Rothy's, Rothy, and Lola. And especially Lola. Yes. We had some great sponsors today. Thank you to Tom Guyrie, Victor DiMattia, Patrick Renna. That's how we know them. You know them as Smalls, Timmy Timmons, and Ham from the Sandlot. That's right. We being able to say that we hung out with the guys from the Sandlot I is know. still like I'm. I have to pinch myself. That's so cool. It's so cool. I can't wait to show my. I can't wait for my nephews to watch the movie and then to be able to tell them like I met them. Like, yeah, those are my friends. <laughs> they gave dating advice today. <laughs> I would consider them friends. Uh, I, I felt like we were friends. Yeah. 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 No. I um. I touched them a lot. I took their hand a couple times, and that's how I. Figure friends, you know? I touch them all. <laughs> what did you say to the guy in the record store, really? <laughs> That's what I said. I, I said, touch people a lot? <laughs> I said, what do you think of Street Prowl? And he said, it's fine. And then he turned his back to me. And I said, uh, I, I, was, I was like, oh, okay. And like, I like it too. And they just didn't say anything back. <laughs> it makes me so sad thinking of you like looking down at the records being like, I, I like uh, it too. <laughs> yeah. All right. It was, yeah, that was, that was rough. Oh, let's not ever talk about that. (laughs) So sad. Um, Thank you, Easton. Thanks for, I mean, you held it down. We held it down. Yeah, we we really nailed this. Thanks, Becca. Mark and Tanya, we love y'all, but, you know, we did what we (laughs) needed to do without you. The show goes on. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Come back soon. We love everyone. Thank you for listening. Please continue to send in emails. Um, scrubbing in at iHeartMedia.com. We get a lot of messages about what the email is. So once again, that's scrubbing in at iHeartMedia.com. Keep commenting on the Facebook group. Um, I saw there were some meetups happening. So have fun. Yeah, there that's was a right. meetup in Philly, I think. Philly, yeah. So I haven't been on Facebook since 2011, but my wife, Allison, is very active on there. And she loves the Facebook group. And I, I want th- everyone on there has been very nice to her. And I wanted to thank everybody. For, uh, for being so kind. Um, I would just like to say that Allison is in the building today and she is so freaking adorable. Oh. And when I walked in, I was like, I know her, but I couldn't like figure out like when I first saw her face. I'm like, I know her. So yeah, everyone loves you. Everyone loves both of you. Oh, everyone loves did you, Allison, Did Allison love the uh, Hillary Duff performance? She did. Didn't uh, Allison came with me to work today because she had the day off work. So she's sitting in the back room she right now. She said she loved it. She said she loved it. She said... Easton sings a lot, but that was some of his best performances I've ever heard. That's exactly what she said, right? That's right. You can't say anything back. You <laughs> have no like, microphone. <laughs> she's nodding her head. Yes. Smiling. I think she's agreeing. Shall we, uh, shall we call time of death? Yes. It's such a time of death. Up. It really is. 11.48. Oh, no. No. Oh. <laughs> it was so bad when I was like on the...